Hey girl, hey, I'm Shantae, the host of Uncensored Girl Chat. Welcome to the safe, judgment-free place for women to connect, unpack, get inspired, and learn. This positive space is here to help us be more confident and proud of who we are no matter where we are on this journey of life. This episode of Uncensored Girl Chat is all about healing and doing the inner work. I'll be sitting down with my girl, Devorah, from Devorah's Story, and we'll be talking about taking care of your mind, body, and spirit. Hey y'all, welcome back to Uncensored Girl Chat. This is your host, Shantae, and I'm here with a very special guest today. Her name is Devora. Hey, Devora. This episode is all about healing and doing the inner work. Healing and doing the inner work. And this episode is to encourage women to take care of their mind, body, and spirit. And when I thought about doing this episode... I immediately thought about Devorah. You don't know, but I watch you. I actually watch you, and you give me this vibe, great energy. Mm-hmm. Like, you just make me feel good. Aww. Like, just through social media and just seeing you work out, seeing you how you carry yourself. Even when you, when I see you in person, like, mm-hmm. your energy is just so good. And it's all about, and you could tell that you constantly work on yourself. You yeah. do the work. Yeah. work constantly. Because I feel like as a healed person, you... Nobody's healed. Let me rephrase that. Nobody right. is healed. You're always healing. You're always taking yourself to the next level. Now, Devorah, tell them a little bit about yourself. So, um, like most people, I've you probably met me first on the modeling mm-hmm. platform. So I'm a plus mm-hmm. model. Mm-hmm. I've been modeling for about, I always use my son's age um, to remember how long I've been modeling. So he's nine. Mm-hmm. And so that means I've been modeling for about eight years. Mm-hmm. And um, started there, didn't know anything about it, um, and just kind of blossomed into what it is and what it's becoming. And I have a son, nine-year-old son, and um, I also am really big on taking care of your body. So self-care, physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, you name it, um, taking that time to carve out what that looks like for you. And um, I also have co-parenting platform um, okay. that, you know, <laughs> we'll, we, we, I had to press pause on it for a second. Um, self-care. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, I push that a lot. And, um, yeah, I'm single if anyone's available. Um, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> so when it comes to self-care, what does that look like for you? So self-care for me. It's just really taking the time to choose me in every realm of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it's it's an ongoing thing. So healing is it's always taking place. Mm-hmm. So just like you learning to actually take care of yourself and choose yourself, I feel like it's a process. It's an ongoing process. So um, that's kind of what I what what I envision it or what I aim to create every single day is like waking up actively choosing me mm-hmm. because it's like it doesn't matter how long I do it it doesn't I don't want to say it doesn't get easier but it's still something that I literally have to fix my mind to do every single day and it doesn't look like oh well like she doesn't struggle with this at all but like it's something that I literally have to put my mind to every single day so um I was just commenting on a girlfriend's post the other day and she was talking about um you know just being able to change self-care. Like, when do you know that you need to switch it up? And so I spend a lot of time doing that. So I, I have a routine. I have a regimen that I follow every single day. Like, my morning's the same. 
all of that good stuff, but sometimes I have to switch it up and I have to change it up. And so, you know, physical, physically, I'm into my self-care. Spiritually, like I'm really into my, you know, connection with God and um, mentally and emotionally. And it's crazy because in relationships, like, I mean, self-care and everything, Mm -hmm. business, everything that I do, I try to incorporate self-care. But, but yeah. When it comes to your body, I struggle, like I I had about last year, I dive heavily into my body, the body mm-hmm. portion because of just how I was feeling right. um, from the foods I were eat, eating, how it just made my body just feel like I was just heavy all the time right. down to um, just my, me physically just not saying I'm not happy, but knowing that I can do better. Yes. Um, I'm always promoted being confident, you know, no matter where you are in your life, but also looking in that mirror and making sure that you actually love yourself. And I actually mm-hmm. think you said that I did. the other day. On my last po- in one of my last yeah. posts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just looking in the mirror and actually um, making sure that you're happy mm-hmm. with what you look at. And then when it came to spiritually, I had to actually dive deep and take my own route when it came to spirit, spiritually wise mm-hmm. and, and religion. I had to do it my way, not Absolutely. the way that I was taught. Yes. And then just me just really just diving deep, doing my own work. Right. And then, so for you, for your body, I actually want to do your workouts. Your workouts <laughs> are amazing. Oh, and I actually you. saw your body just transform, what, the past two years? Girl, it transformed every day. <laughs> it might look different than it did last week. We don't know. Yes. <laughs> what is one thing that you are committed to? Because um, I feel like when you are doing self-care, it's all about making a commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's discipline. It, yeah. it takes that, you know, you got to discipline and make that commitment. Right. When it comes to your body, what is what are your things that you're committed to doing? Um, I think I'm I'm committed to um, being active, committing to a workout regimen consistently. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. So having a structure and doing it consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you if your schedule doesn't permit or my schedule doesn't permit, if if my if I'm not motivated if I don't have whatever it is like it's working around that structure Mm -hmm. because what has helped me stay on track is having something that I can like work around and work with so that I don't have the room to to cop out on Mm -hmm. myself you know what I'm saying so it's like if I have this in place, like, okay, like today I haven't done any workout today but today was supposed to be a cardio day Mm -hmm. but Okay, so I'm going to move today and make today my off day. Mm-hmm. So later on in the week, I will do whatever it was that I was supposed to do. I'm just moving it. I'm not getting rid of it. But there are some days where my schedule literally doesn't permit, and I give myself that grace as well to say, mm-hmm. I can't do it today, and that's okay. Important word, um, give yourself grace. Give, give yourself, yourself grace. grace. So, yeah. And then when it comes to your mind. I like to watch what, like, for me, um, when it came to social media, like, Oh, I feel bad because I'm not so connected to people on social media like people I follow anymore mm-hmm. because oh, the way the algorithm yeah is, you don't see you people. don't see people so it's kind of like messed up where as soon as I see something that messes me up I'm off of it yeah and 
I try to make sure I, I watch what I put in my mm -hmm. mind I, and I make attention that. to make sure certain things that I'm reading, mm -hmm. um, certain things that I'm watching, right. certain things that I'm listening to. Right. What about you? All of that. All of everything that you said, um, just being very intentional about like what I'm consuming. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, of course, that's everything and what I'm doing to my body and what I'm giving to my body. So being, you know, trying to feed your, I mean, it, to me, mind and spirit kind of flow together. It does. Um, it does. So like when I'm trying to make, like when I feel weak physically, I'm probably in a weak space or a vulnerable place, mentally, like emotionally or spiritually as well. Mm -hmm. Or like I haven't been in tune with my spiritual realm. So like. I'm a little, I don't feel as strong physically. Mm -hmm. But it's like in order to for your spirit to be strong, you have to feed it. So mm -hmm. you have to find different ways to do that. And so like all those things that you said, like the music, like I don't even work out to, like I have to listen to, I've gotten to the point now when I work out, I can listen to um, like rowdy or rap music or whatever, whatever. But it has to be a vibe. It has to be like warranted, but if not, then I can listen to something like that some people would get a, a massage to or something just because mm. like, it's spiritual to me at this point. Do you point. meditate? I meditate every morning, mm -hmm. but meditate, pray mm -hmm. to me are intertwined. Yes. So I do some like where I'm literally not saying anything, I'm just thinking, and then other moments where I'm literally talking like I'm speaking to God, you know? Um, so I do a mix, mix of both, but yeah, journaling, um, walks like time by myself is very important mm -hmm. in in feeding all of especially my mind mm -hmm. um and like you said staying away from controlling what you consume like as far as like social media those things or even the people that you interact with because those things affect your mind Ooh, and it, your spirit it, it and yeah we don't have control over those things so you have to control what you control which is like you know keep your distance sometimes or just control the amount of time that you have exposure to it one thing I have really worked with my community on is setting boundaries. In the past week, we have I have saw, especially when I do my Secret Saturdays, a lot of women just popping up saying that, oh, I'm so proud of myself because I have set these boundaries, especially yeah. within dating. When it comes to setting boundaries, how are you with setting boundaries within your within yourself, within your community, I don't. within dating? <laughs> I don't have no issues setting boundary with other boundaries with other people. Mm -hmm. I might not do it in the time in a timely manner, mm -hmm. but I don't have no. Once I'm ready to set the boundary, the boundary is going to be set. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to me, mm -hmm. I be like, "All right, girl, we gonna let you." You know what I'm saying? But I'm also good about coming back and correcting. Mm -hmm. But I also like I give myself a lot of leeway. I feel when it comes to boundaries, or like if I say like I'm I'm not gonna eat past this time, or I'm I'm gonna work out every blah blah blah. Like you know, we sometimes you gotta be flexible in that way. But sometimes it's like finding the medium between like giving yourself like the out mm -hmm. and versus and holding yourself accountable. So mm -hmm. it's a you know, I noticed that with myself, I'm good. But once I started verbally like setting boundaries within my community, within like my my friend groups, whew, things change. Yeah, absolutely. Things change. Friendships change. Um, when people, when I when I stopped accepting people to pour, come on, just pour, 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 without even having any concern about what I had going on, mm -hmm. or not even at, just even just 
telling them, hey, ask me before you pour. Let me yeah. make sure I'm mentally. But see, in and I feel like that's an expectation that, or that's a responsibility that we give to other people that one, they may not be capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And so it's really up to it. I, I know that we take a lot. We, you know, our plate is heavy already, but like, Sometimes you just got to take that as your responsibility to train and teach people how to handle you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, yeah, you should, when you call me and be like, hey, is this a good time to talk? Mm -hmm. Hey, I really have something heavy on my chest. I need to, you know, share it with you. Is this a good time for me to tell it to you? Because mm -hmm. you don't know what I got going on. But for me... I'm not even gonna answer the phone. That's and I got to that point. I definitely got to that it's point. A, it's a process because when I when I even when I set those boundaries, when I actually saw people still doing it, I was like, hold on, okay, know. now I can't answer the phone anymore. Now I gotta, you know, pick up when even I had this one um, friend and I haven't talked to her in a minute because every time she called, it was a porn or it was just like a major catch up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it doesn't have to be one of those things. Why well, haven't heard from you? or a major, let's just talk, let's just talk, jump right back in. We don't have to go down that road. Like we, we both have a life. Yes. We don't have to point the finger. And I haven't talked to her in months because I know when I talk to her, it's gonna be like that. And, I, and part of me feels bad, but the I other know. part of me is like, huh, I don't wanna do it. So I'm not gonna answer the it's, call. It's, it's becoming aversive. Mm -hmm. the, the interaction is not, it doesn't, like, it should be motivating. When I talk to my girlfriends, it should be rewarding yes, for me. Yes, yes. Like, oh my gosh, yes, she called me. Like, girl, yes, I got to talk to you. Or yes, I want to hear about your day or whatever. But if every single time you're coming to me, it's something negative or it's an issue that you're going through and vice versa. Like, if I'm always calling you with my issues, you're probably not going to want to talk to me either. Mm -mm. That's going to get old over time. Like, you might do it if that's your role in the friendship. And it also gets to a point, like, are you the problem? Are you the problem? Yes. So... You need to do some work, yeah. And it's kind, it's kind of like, okay, Ooh, like, do I need to tell the person that? I wasn't, I wasn't mature enough to tell. I just be out. Yeah, I, I'm not. I haven't. I, but I don't know because I, if it happened to me at this point in life, mm -hmm. I probably would be able. I'm in a, I'm in a different space, so I can give sympathy because I can handle a little bit of, like, I can handle it and then I can give it back. So like I can probably say to you like Shantae, um, you know, when every single time we talk, it seems like you know X, Y, and Z, and it just you know maybe we can start talking maybe once a week or mm -hmm. something like that. Like I can probably set those boundaries now versus before, but then also on the other end, you got to have a, a, a mature person on the other end to that's not take what, that personal. Yes, and people are not mature. That's the issue. It's like you have to weigh your friendships and know who you can talk to like that, who you can actually stay like straight up with right and some people they'll be like oh you just you just nasty you don't want to take it or they'll back up like I had bye one bye. just just backed up <laughs> completely and I'm just like bye okay I guess it, we are friends from afar no I'm just friends, I just feel like you should if you're if if you cannot come to your circle or people in your circle and say whatever it is that you need to say whether it is hard, easy, whatever, mm -hmm. and they don't look at you the same or handle you the exact same or handle you with love, mm -hmm. that's not it. That's and not I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry. And you, and I'm big on it's not what you say. It's how you say it. Absolutely. And when you are friends, you can say things in a respectful manner, and you can say things where it's not going to hit below the, you don't cut deep. You don't cut deep. No. You don't cut deep. You are respectful to that friendship because when you cut deep, it it also puts your new, your friendship in a different light. Mm -hmm. 
it, ma it makes you question everything. Are we really friends? Come on. Like how? Like what's what's going on here? Yeah. And I'm I I I, I tell everybody if I cut you deep. That mean I don't want you around no more. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's at the end, at the end. So I'm very cautious on what I say and how I say it. Yeah, because you handle people that you love with care. Yep. So it should it's, it, it should be second nature, honestly, mm -hmm. um, to, to just move like that. And when people don't, it just, it just kind of is what it is. And when you move like that, you that's a sign. Like mm -hmm. something has to change because that's not how you handle people that you love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now... Let's do a little break from the conversation. Okay. You guys know I, I ask everybody a question from the Uncensored Girl Chat cards coming soon, really, really soon. Um, go ahead and pick one, Devorah. She doesn't know what's on the card. <laughs> you guys know it's a crazy question. <laughs> I think I did this one already. Okay, I could do this one. Okay, you can go first. You, you can go. Okay, so I'm answering this, yes. or I'm asking. You answering? Okay. Okay. So this one says, "What's your biggest sexual turnoff?" Ooh. Category is sex. <laughs> um. I don't honestly it's hard to answer because I haven't really been like active in that area completely but what we can say <laughs> you have been completely active you have been completely active there was no I mean there was a brief there was a long moment and then there was a brief moment and there was long and it was short and it was long so yeah okay okay yeah. So you don't have friends with benefits and that? No, I don't do that. I don't oh, do that. okay, okay, okay. No, no judgment. No. Y'all, okay, so, okay. <laughs> I know we're going to probably talk about relationships later, so I want to save the tea for later. Okay, let's like, save the tea for later. Okay. Okay, My, I would say the biggest turnoff sex-wise would be um, if you do it too long. Do it too long? So you, wait, so you like quickies? No, I don't, I guess. So you one round? I don't be one, I ain't trying to go, but see, that's what I'm saying. I, maybe, I, maybe I ain't never been in love. You ain't got to be in love, but I'm saying about maybe, pleasure for you. But I'm just, but yeah, once, <laughs> once we done. <laughs> just need to you good. Oh, yeah, and then the fact that like I've really been off of that little thing for a minute. Mm -hmm. I'm real selfish and I like self-care. Like I'm all about. I'm real selfish right now in life. But so you, you no are, man should ever. So you are comfortable with like knowing how you want to be pleased, telling a man how you want to be pleased. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I'm not. Because listen, I wouldn't stay there too long. Like if I wasn't, if it wasn't popping. Like okay, okay. If it ain't doing so you never had a whole phase or anything. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. But that okay. might be real brief. I just, <laughs> I just got out. I just got out of one. Okay. But um, that was after the breakup. Okay, we gonna talk about that. Okay, we gonna, we gonna. So that's why I say I don't want to spill the tea. For me, my biggest turnoff sexually is when a guy like before it even we even initiate when they talk about, you know, their manhood, what they gonna, what they gonna do to <laughs> you, what are you gonna do to you, and when it doesn't add up, 
But okay, but if it added up, would you be okay with I it? I feel like it never adds up. It has never because added up. they're creating in your... They, they got a fantasy in their head. In their head, and they're putting one in your head. Yeah. And whatever you think, it may it's not going to match theirs because you're a woman and they're yeah, a man. Yeah, I'd rather not know anything. Let me just find out. Don't talk about it. Yeah, just be about it. Yeah. What Beyonce did, what she said... What's the video? What's the thing when she was like, um, "Don't talk about what you're gonna do. Just do. Just do. Yeah. Just, just be about, about it. it. Yes. Don't talk about what you're gonna do. Just don't be do about what you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You gotta say. Be about that. Right. Don't just talk about it. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So that's my turn off. Just them talking about it, and then it for me it has never added up yeah. never yeah. so so for me like if you do it i'm never going to if you do that beforehand i'm not going to have sex with you yeah like it's a no we're not going to make it to the <laughs> we're not going to make it gotcha now my question this is dating category mm-hmm. <laughs> and it actually asked this on my stories and we actually just talked about this could you date a bisexual man or woman no i could i could i i actually could um, for me, I, it would just have to be a conversation. I would rather them <laughs> looking like that. It would have to be a conversation. Absolutely. I mean, it would have to be a conversation. a conversation and we like, <sighs> I got a question. Yes. So if you knew, how soon would you need to know that they were bisexual? Um, I'm not, I don't even know because because you could be dating a bisexual man and never know. So that's what I'm saying. So, okay, just say you don't know. I don't and know. And then six months down the line, he tells you, or nine months down the line, he tells you. He tells me would that he's that, been with... Been, would that, like, it wouldn't change anything? It wouldn't or? change anything because also, safe-wise, sexually, I will already know, you know, the status of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I would be um, more concerned is, am I a trial? Right. Am I a trial? Like, are you bisexual or are you gay? Just trying. Yeah. Are you gonna just want me today? Yes. That's that. That's my main concern. Um, If you're bisexual, meaning, let me know. Like, hey, I do dabble in both. No, you're not just for right now. And I'm trying something new. That's that's the conversation I need to know. Like, are you? Would they need to be done with that, or would you be open Um, to like? If they're with something. me, I'm pretty sure right now that they're done with it. Okay. And if we were to break up, they're free to do mm. do whatever they want. See, I, I think for me, it's not even like, I ain't thought, my mind, see, this is how people be coming up with stuff, because I ain't thought twice about nothing physically. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, emo, like, would you, are, do you, could I be enough? Am I going to be enough? Yes. Would you only want a vagina Mm -hmm. or are you going to want something else? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to want a threesome? Are you going to want to include other people in our day? Are you going to want to open, you know, have an open relationship eventually? Like, and I think that's the conversation. That's the conversation I would love to have with the person. If I knew. (laughs) Yes, Kirk. Okay. 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 And that's I would, but I wouldn't go with the seventeen either. Like you, and that's what I think. That's what I what I get to understand it from. I think that's why I, I guess I'm okay. Go ahead. I think that's where I like. I also think about that because you can want multiple women. 
you can want multiple women. So I just need to know, am I enough for you right now? And and right now and physically. Yeah, especially so like, physically. Because you're what you get from a man is gonna be different from. Just, I mean, just like if you, I mean, you could date another woman and she could be, you know. <laughs> Digging it down, and I'm just like I, you know, I, I'm a, you know, I'm, I might be a little mm -hmm. more reserved, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like you still just gonna have to figure out if if this would be enough. Yeah, for am you. I enough you for you I'm right saying? now? Where you're not gonna step out? Where you're not gonna, you know, want to dabble anyway? As if I was in a regular relationship <laughs> yeah. with a man that's not bisexual. Like, are you? Am I enough for you? Yeah, that's all I need to know. Pure point blank. Yeah. I'm not. It's not gonna turn. No, I'm not turned off. No, I'm not turned off. Not, I'm not turned off at all. Woo! <laughs> Woo! That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it, it's deep. It, it goes wow, deep. Wow, literally. I mean, my lord. <laughs> Jazz, you had you had something to, to jump in, Jazz. I was gonna say one of the worst things. What? No. Cause no. yo, cause when you having sex with the man, the penis is going into the asshole. Mm -hmm. Yours is not gonna go in mine. It's gonna go in my coochie. I had a whole baby come out of that thing. Mm -hmm. So is it gonna do what it need to do? Is the assignment gonna be understood for you? But I still believe you can be attracted to you. I, I, I'm open to people being attracted to both. Like I'm not. Well, I also would never do a threesome or anything like that. Me either. So that, that's probably also my I wouldn't either. I would. I wouldn't do a threesome with two. I wouldn't do a threesome with two girls. No. What would you do? I have to have two guys. Your man would let you. No, I'm. I'm just saying. If I did what have man? one, where he at? Because <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you would have to get a. I feel like you would have to be get a man, to be that, a man that you're in a relationship. We have to be a nigga that you just messing with. Yeah, like I never it had it. Couldn't be because I'm telling you, these men. I'm telling you. Yeah, they, they would not. If I was like, okay, um, come on over. Me and my man gonna be over here. They are not about to come in. They're mm. not about to let you in the bedroom. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, cause then, cause I've, I've the okay, I've seen and heard about people doing this stuff and having those experiences. Do you? But what I, I, it's, it's worked for some people, and then there have been some people where it was I wouldn't like, do it in a relationship. Hell people no. Be doing it in no, I wouldn't do it in a relationship. I'm not doing it in a relationship. I do it with a third, single. and then somebody catch feelings, or somebody be doing something, and people are not honest. Mm -hmm. People be deceitful, so mm -hmm. people be going behind each other's backs and doing stuff, and then before you know it, there's a whole relationship over here that you don't even know about. Or, ooh, this might okay. I may be saying too much, but like, or like when you um, just say like you met a man, he happened to be married, but then. His wife is open to threesome, so y'all fix it up like, oh, like, let's just find somebody. And this actually happened to be somebody that you actually wanted to talk to. So is that, are you now cheating? Because you wanted her bef before your, your wife even knew or accepted this. Y'all set this up, and so she's blind. Mm-hmm. 
I don't like that. But no, not in relationship wise. If absolutely, because mm-hmm. people are trash. I mean, and that doesn't. It's not to say like. I don't want to step on the toes or nothing like that. But, like, you know, just because you're gay doesn't mean that you don't have character. Not to say that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you mm-hmm. get, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, I mean, just like when you go to the church and you be expecting to have the Christian people oh. be, you know, <laughs> they character be where I've met men who did not go to church a day in their life and their character was way better than men who have approached me from the church. Oh, remember, didn't, I, didn't we talk about the pastor? We talked about the pastor. Well, hold on now, my dad is a pastor now. Calm yeah. down. <laughs> so we talked about it. Now you ain't got a tip. Well, it was, it was, his character was terrible. Listen. He was a whole narcissist. We know. And, I, and, and, and for me, like I said, I only dated him because it was fun because it, it was he claimed to be a pastor and I wanted to see. He said he claimed to be he a pastor. He claimed to be a pastor and I really wanted to see. Was he? Was he? I did ne- you make it to the church? Or I did never make made it to the church. I ain't never make it to the church. I wouldn't, I'm not going to play like My that. My Lord. I'm you not, couldn't, I'm, you're I'm, I'm, I'm not. I ain't going to play like that. I just wanted to test and see how in list litter he wasn't come on how he was doing the lord was not she said right how he him. was doing who says what he was doing who but lord okay yeah Mm-mm. but no you can't that's not enough like that's not enough because they the devils be everywhere they even in the pulpit um yeah so let's move on to healing. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to healing. Yes, we need some healing in this place. Um, when it came, <laughs> when it comes to healing, I feel like I've learned. I healed. I've learned about my past traumas from relationships. Ooh, you hit it. A lot of my traumas, like leaving that, because okay, when I, when you leave a relationship, it's yeah, something happened, but it's always a lesson there. Absolutely. It's always a lesson. And a Absolutely. lot of my traumas um, I, I were opened back up because of those relationships. Me even jumping into some relationships was because of my past trauma. Mm-hmm. And I had to, um, like, I don't know if I even mentioned it yet in one of these, like my last six-month relationship, that taught me about my abandonment from when my mom was on drugs and she would leave me in a house for a couple days by myself or when I even had to go live with my, officially had to go live with my grandma at the age of seven and me just always knowing that I I felt abandoned by my mom and me jumping in a relationship and not leaving when I knew it was time for me to leave when he was doing all the cheating and all Mm -hmm. that out of fear of being alone. Mm -hmm. Out of fear of, you know, being abandoned again. So I felt like a lot of my relationships taught me about my past traumas. Like, it was like just like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. I feel like a lot of, most of the things that we learn as women come through our relationships. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean... In the, in the black culture, there are so many things that are missing. Not to say that there are not people who are growing up with, you know, and having every every uh, piece filled or whatever, but I, that's not my story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like there are pieces that are missing, and we don't know that they're missing sometimes until we get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know what to fix. How do you know what to fix if you don't know that it's broken? And let's not just put it on a romantic relationship. It's, it comes with those friend groups, too, with Period. your friends. Period. Like, it's just They're, relationships in general. To me, 
the friendships are literally like reflections of the relationship. Yes. People that are in toxic relationships, you look at their friendships, it looks just like that. Mm -hmm. If you look at their relationship with their parents, it looks just like their relationship. Mm -hmm. So like that's why even like on our co-parenting platform, or that's I can't speak for Cedric, but like for me, that's why it's important for for that message to be out to have um, to address co-parenting because it is a form of a relationship, and there are a lot of people being raised among parents that are no longer together. Mm -hmm. And so you, I mean, we, I mean, I was raised with both my parents together, and there are still things that I had to heal from. So mm -hmm. just imagine the things that you might need to heal from, like not seeing certain things growing up or whatever. And I feel like in order to break generational curses, we have to hit love, like black love. We want to see black love. We got to work on generational mm -hmm. curses. Like we got to hit that and see what can we fix here. And I feel like the co-parenting aspect to me is just like, that's honestly, back to your point. I had a point. Back to the point. Um, you learn more from your relationships. And I feel like I've learned more from my relationship with my son's father. And then once we got this platform and learned more there and actually was able to heal, like from that, from us working together and from us trying to have like a, a, a you know, a cordial situation among our son because there were things that I didn't understand. I was so young. I mean, I say young, but I was maybe like 24, 25 when mm -hmm. I had my son. And mm -hmm. so being in a relationship like you know, around those ages, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm 34 now. Mm -hmm. It's different. Mm -hmm. And there are things, like, I've gone through some things now. So some of the things that, you know, that weren't right in that relationship, I can understand it when before, as like a 25 or 28-year-old, 28 year old unhealed woman, I'm just like, oh, nah, you was trash. Like, you mm -hmm. cheated on me and you did this mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever, not really understanding what was really at play, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? There were just mm -hmm. a lot of unsaid things that didn't take place or that weren't said, but fast forward, they were able to be said. And mm -hmm. so I feel like I can take a lot of Cedric's perspective of like why that relationship didn't work out and take it to my next mm -hmm. and moving forward. I mean, I've had relationships. And it helps you not point the finger so much. Because it's not about that. Because it's not about that. If it's he cheated on you, how did he cheat on you 50 million times? That part. Okay. That part. All right, he cheated. That's sis. He shouldn't have done that. But how did he do it so many times? If what he, did you accept? Right. If he you, if he's not showing you that he loves you and he doesn't date you and he doesn't take you out on you know to restaurants or whatever, court you. How did how did y'all get to seven years and he's never done that? That part. If that's I like some, a secret Saturday talking. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, you know, let's take the number seven years. But it's like if you. Sometimes you don't know what you don't know, and, and it takes time to understand, and when, especially depending on where we are, how old we are when we get into these relationships. Like, we evolve. We learn different things, and we, you know, learn th different things about ourselves and understand, like, what it actually takes for us to be happy. Like, mm -hmm. it's work. It, it, it's, it's work. work. And it, it takes really, it takes you being honest with yourself. That's why I always say, when somebody always say, well, I'm, I'm constantly dating the same kind of dudes. I'm constantly in the same kind of situations. You got to go therapy. You need therapy. You need to really unpack some past trauma that keeps on putting you in the same situations. And therapy is going to help you. you and just, stop dating. Yes, yeah, stop dating. Right now, you, and I had to tell the girl the other day, take some time. For, it's time for you to take some time for yourself. 
I actually told her that. Please. Take some time for yourself. Please. It's time for you to date yourself, get to know yourself. Mm -hmm. And people don't even understand the importance of dating yes. yourself. Yes. Like really just, you know, yeah. getting to know you. Right. Like I have this whole workbook on owning your singleness. And that's one thing that's major in that workbook is all about dating yourself, getting to know yourself, even just going out to sit down and eat yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very important. It's really important. Um, like, I feel like at this point, it's like a, I don't want to say it's a downfall or a detriment to my dating life, but I enjoy being by myself so much. Like, it's so rewarding. It's not too much, too many other interactions that top that. So it's hard for me to choose. Like, even if somebody just be like, hey, girl, come out, let's go get some drinks. I'm like, like if I've been on the road all week and I'm like I got this two I got two days, what I'm about to do? I don't know if I want to give you my two days. Before I got in my relationship, I I got so comfortable with just going by myself places where if somebody asked me to go somewhere, I'd be like, I don't know if their vibe going. Yeah. I, I don't know if I really want to talk about certain things. Yeah. I'd rather just go by myself. Yeah. And I would like be like, no, I'm busy, but I'm busy being by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I got something to do, just not with you. Yeah. How are you? Okay, we're the same age. When is your birthday? January. Oh, mine is October. I'm gonna be 35. Oh. Um, how are you right now with building community in your 30s? Like actually making new. <laughs> I I just feel. I mean, it's it's happening, but it's slow. So okay. I you know I had we had to do some cleaning as I've grown up had to do some cleaning, but like. You know, I feel like God is strategically placing people around me, mm -hmm. you know, for that very reason. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really, I, I move, when I pick, pe when I allow people into my space, I kind of, like, I can get along with anybody. Because that's just, you know, my personality, mm -hmm. my personality. But, like, I'm not, I don't have to, like, you may not be my BFF, or you may not be like that close in my circle, mm -hmm. but I could sit down and we could link up for one time and mm -hmm. have a good time, mm -hmm. and you'll think we BFFs, but then after that, it's just like, all right. Mm -hmm. um, but I've I've just gotten to the point now, I kind of move just like I do with my dating when it comes to like building, um, you know, my circle because it's that it's it's what you just talked about the energy mm -hmm. is. Um, I'm an empath, apparently. And so it's like, for me, I have been the friend that, um, the problem solver. Yeah. I have always been a problem solver. I have always been um, just like I'm the black sheep of my family. I say I'm the black sheep of my friends who actually I grew up with. Um, nobody, Where are you from? Ocala, Florida. <laughs> nobody really expected me to like really hone in on you know just doing what, what I do doing. Yeah. yeah um so I've always been the one to introduce them to my lifestyle bring them along and when it was time for me for them to introduce me or teach me some things or you know just you know have me tag along with them they didn't do the same and it took me a while to realize that it wasn't happening like that it was just me doing more to work with the relationship. Yeah. It kind of, um, and when I was vocal about it, it was kind of like played very small. Like it wasn't an issue, which I had to break away from people and has actually scarred me with 
building new relationships because it's kind of like now when I go into it knowing who I am, okay, what do you want from me? Like, why are you really, really here? So it's kind of like one of those things like building community. For me, I ain't going to lie, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I'm a socialite. I am. I can go in a room, like you said. I can chat, chat with you, all all that. But when it comes to I pay attention to how you reach out to me. Are you really interested in me? Or how I can serve you. Right. I'm like, I, I I go based, at this point, I can truly, I can go solely based on how I feel. Mm-hmm. I can feel the energy before, oh, like, yes. the interaction even transpires. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm interacting with you, and, I, and from that interaction, I get to feel things from mm-hmm. you. So, you're giving me your energy, and I can feel it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's on you. But, like, I can be open to, you know, open, but as, as soon as I get that, then it's like, I know... That this is not going to be, you know, anything. Like, a lot of my last couple connections have been, oh, we can do this together. We can start this together. I'm just like, I just want to be friends. Um, we don't have to do business. Do business. Like, can yeah. we just be friends and First, hang out let's, and let's start vent there. to each other and, like, really just get to know yeah. each other on a deeper let's see level? Let's like each other. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. I just had yes. this conversation with a man. <laughs> Let's just see if we like each other before you start planning. That's very important, ladies. Making sure that you actually like the person before you even take it a step further. Yeah, you have to actually like the person. Get to know them. Get to know them. Then don't take fifty years now because they don't take all that. No. Hey, I mean, I still. If God sent you, I still gotta. He he want me to. He don't want me to marry a stranger. Mm -hmm. Married at first sight. Now I would love to go married at first sight. I, I couldn't because I couldn't. I would so go. I I couldn't because I'd be so like you're not playing me like I'm stupid. Uh uh-uh. uh. You got to see your walls too up. My my walls. Uh uh-uh. uh. Brit, sir, we married. We married today. Forever. No, I ain't doing that. Now, would you do it? Would you do it? I wouldn't do it. No, I'm not doing that because. Ooh, no. Look at her. No, She's no, like. No. I'm not doing that because people and personality, oof. We oh, in it. Because I leave. I'm out. Yes, it's just about figuring I'm it out. out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm saying I don't like. Mm. Like that little, um, the other little girl. Mm-mm. I knew that wasn't going to work. Mm-mm. Now, you wanted to chat about dating. Oh, gosh. How's dating like? It's non-existent. Is it non-existent because... You don't make time for it. You don't care for it. What is it? (laughs) Um, So, I've I had a dating life, Uh but then by default, like men just eliminate themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I don't really have to do a lot of eliminating. Like they do it. Well, they'll stick around if you let them. So I do have to, you know get rid of them. But at the same time, I think that I'm entering a phase where I'm supposed to be single. Okay. So at this current moment, like I told my first guy yesterday, not my first, like he's not my first guy, but I told the the person for the first time, a person for the first time, like, I don't think that I'm, I don't, I'm not going to date right now. So, you know, so basically, he was like basically, like let me know your schedule, and I was just like, you know what? I think I'm just gonna chill from dating for a second. Okay. Like when you, if you come to me in the grocery store, instead of me being like, just take my number anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll call you. 
I don't even want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to nobody. Okay. Because I just don't, I feel like God has sent enough signs that this, because it's like every single person that I meet, it always ends up like with me end up having to cut them off. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, I think it's the season and God already, and I already, when I walked away from the last relationship, the agreement was for me to focus on Devorah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by entertaining people in this season, it's, it can't work because that's not what, that's, I'm not even being obedient to what he told me. Mm-hmm. He told me to focus on me. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you come over here, unless he tells me that you, like, that he sent you, mm-hmm. But then the last, the last dude was like, God sent him. And I was can we like, talk about that ain't nobody got... Can we talk about that? What? Feel comfortable talking about that last one? Sure. Okay. Because you did share that one. We did. You and, did that, share... and I, you know, I don't put nobody yeah, on social media. Yeah, you shared that one. You brought him to a couple of events. I remember that one. Child. What happened? Oh, whole... okay. So... Without, was... you know, you ain't got to throw him under the bus nah, or nothing. No, and I... Get, he don't... It is what it is, okay? <laughs> um, and who... Whatever. Um, sparing nobody. Um, anyway, so it it was just it was a lot of things at play. Um he came in full force. Literally, like the guy that I met last week was like, You're my wife. Like I know God sent you. Whatever, whatever. The love bombing. The The ex came in. He didn't say God sent him, but he was just like, I'm ready to be married. Like, blah, blah, blah. Off rip, right? Mm -hmm. So um we met on a Sunday. No, we talked. We start start talking on a on a social media on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. We ended up seeing each other for the first time on that third, like the following Thursday. He lived in Virginia, mm-hmm. so, oh, so it was long distance. It was okay. long distance, and so from that, in between that time, he was just that before we met. He was like, you know, this is what I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. Like first night he came here, it was like, I love you. That's that love bombing. Ooh. Girl, no, that's a girl. Yeah, we don't talk I about love like, bombing, but it didn't mean it. It didn't hold any weight to me because mm-hmm. I'm just like, when well, you know what they're doing, it's kind of do like, okay, let's see how I'ma play this. Okay, and then, okay, let me just give you a little history too. So, me and Cedric broke up in 2015. Mm-hmm. Before he came, he was okay. This is the guy, the ex. Before the ex came to see me for the first time, he was like, um. Do you believe in divine intervention? And I was like, yeah. And we were talking on the phone. He was like, yeah. No, I was like, yeah. And he was like, um, well, we've met before. And I was like, where do we meet? And he was just like, um, we met. Like, I used to do security at your son's daycare. He was like, I used to see you and your son, your son's father. Like, sometimes, like, y'all would be together. Sometimes he would drop him off. Sometimes you would drop him off, whatever, whatever. He mm-hmm. was like, I asked for your number. You curved me. And he was like, but you gave me your Instagram. So, like, I kind of just been following your journey, like, since, you know, I met you or whatever, whatever. And so I'm just like, divine intervention. Like, I'm in tears over the phone. Because I'm just like, wow. Because he was like, I saw you for the first time. Like, you was, like, on a news show. And I'm just thinking, like, where I am today Mm -hmm. and where I was when this man, like, I was broken. I was exiting a relationship. I was like, I didn't, I could have never even seen you. I know that you probably asked my number, but I don't. I never saw you, mm-hmm. and I couldn't have seen you because I wasn't in the space. I was so broken. Mm-hmm. I wasn't healed, and I was like, and then just fast forward, like, I'm a whole healed woman, and I've gone through all these different things. My career has blossomed into what it is. Like, you literally watched, like, you literally sat back and watched me grow from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. 
Like that was so sentimental to me. And I think from there, I just felt like. That's like my ex. I felt like this was something. And I wasn't sure if it was something, but I just felt like it was something. But there were um, little shaky points along the way that probably, you know, my energy was telling me that something wasn't settled, but I just, it wasn't, it wasn't like by the book red flags. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like him not spending time for me or making time for me. Or he like, he got to be cheating on me. He got to be talking to somebody else. It was more like else. he actually took interest in. He like, did he, he, everything he, that I thought he should yeah. do. But then that was the, that those were the red flags. Like once he started to kind of fade back, but it was long distance. And so it, it didn't really, you know, cause a red flag. But there was one other big red flag that I completely ignored. This is all on me. So... When, um, when we, before we met, we had been talk, probably talking for like three, three weeks. Mm -hmm. And somebody hit me up on my Instagram. And she was like, so, she was like, I've been talking to this guy. <laughs> she, was like, she was like, I'm so sorry to reach out to you with this. And she was like, you seem like you have a good head on your shoulders, but I just have to say something. She was like, I've been talking to this person um, for the last X, Y, and Z. And she was like, um, he basically told me that we were going in different directions. And she was like, I never heard from him, him again. And she was like, but from before then, she was like, he told me he loved me every day. He met my family. I, she was like, I was two years abstinence. <laughs> I was two years asking and she was like he want to have kids with me he want to get me pregnant etc 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 and she was like and then he just disappeared and she was like I didn't know about you because she thought I was she thought she was the other woman oh because that's how quickly he moved on oh my goodness that's how quickly he moved on oh so then it was like I never said nothing to the girl because I don't do drama. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just like, me and this nigga not even in no relationship. I'm not about to. I'm like, sis, if you mad, just say you mad. Mm -hmm. Like, people break up. Like, because I was literally dating somebody right before him. So I wasn't tripping at all. Mm -hmm. But I should have at least had a conversation with her. Mm -hmm. And then, or even, I didn't even have to have no conversation with her. That. that was enough. That because was, whatever yeah. you got going on is not resolved. Yeah. And I can't enter that. Yeah. And that should have been my marker to just be like, handle that. Yeah. Get back to me if it's resolved. But really, it should have just been a no because I Did don't you know. ever confront him? Because how it? you just told me that you love me and then you was just with her last week yeah. telling her the same thing? Like, no. Yes, but he was just like, no. And like, he called her and he was like, mad. <laughs> it was a mess. But I never talked to her. And so I just moved on. And so fast forward, um, fast forward, he basically. Did like it was literally like verbatim. So by the end of the relationship, he he um, said to me like, "I don't think I can fulfill my role in this relationship," and he did. And that was like, that was it. Now, what you had sharing mm -hmm. on social media, like a guy and everything, because I didn't notice that you haven't outside of your the father of your child, you have never shared another man. I haven't seen one. Yeah, moving forward, how Girl, would you go about that? I don't feel like that I would um, refrain, but like if, but the thing was, it wasn't like, oh, I just started dating somebody. I'm about to just put him on my stuff. Like we were, we went to look at wedding venues. We were looking at rings. Like we had a date set for this, like looking at dates for this year. So it was pretty, you know what I'm saying? But like, I've never gotten that far with a man. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, if it gets to that point, like maybe you might see him, but I don't know. Or you may not ever see him. I don't know. I just got to see how I feel. 
With I don't me know. Me being in a relationship, well, that six month, that last one, I did share. I shared a lot, and he came in heavy. He had watched me grow, um, and he came in. We were always friends, and he had came in from a point of, hey, I'm divorced, fully divorced now. I have been wanting you. I have watched you. I have admired you. Same thing. And um, did a whole three six. He went ghost on me. He didn't even give me the respect. No, of, no, he went. No, that was he literally went ghost like. This man was, he was stuck in a snowstorm for Virginia. We didn't talk for like a week. And then mm -hmm. he was like, after doing some thinking, this is what he came to. And then that, and then it was just like, Shh. Look, mine didn't even say nothing. Nothing. He didn't say nothing whatsoever. He just went left, didn't say two words. Um, and I did, I shared a lot on social media. Um, and now in this new one, I'm kind of reserved also because I have a large following. I don't want too many opinions. And I'm protecting my love. I'm yeah. protecting my love until I'm ready to share it. Yeah. Well, like, it's not like he's should. a secret. He's As not a secret because people do know about yeah. him. And the people that need to know yeah. know. And he has showed up to events with me and stuff, but it's more so of right now I'm just protecting our love. Our, our, I like our space. I like people not really all up in our business. Mm -hmm. I like um, maybe I'll share one day, maybe and that's the Publicly. thing too, like when you start to share people on social media, like you're like you like you said, you have a huge following. So a lot of people are gonna go straight to his page and add him. Mm -hmm. And you just don't you just You don't want it it, it becomes messy and like I'm I'm just tell y'all the last one cheated on a with a follower. I always think about that, <laughs> not with cause I ain't got no man, so I be thinking about like you know, if <laughs> I be thinking like if somebody um like if Cedric end up marrying somebody that I know, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like of yeah. the world that we're in or that I'm in or whatever, I just be like, this is it's, it's so, so small. it's so small. It's so small. So I'm just I'm just very cautious and I want to protect him because also I don't need like he didn't ask for Y'all got time. Yeah, he didn't ask for my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. He just, you know, just wants me mm -hmm. and I don't want to include him in this and I think that it's great that he doesn't want to be a part of it because that's a red flag as well oh yes like the nigga he came in strong like ready to post me and I'm like no like I'm not and we like he even I think this past weekend was the first time he actually put something like showing my actual face Aww. on his social media yeah. um but it wasn't even it was on like snapchat yeah. Even on like a major platform, or whatever. But I could tell he was excited to do Aww. it because he he hasn't done yeah. it. He has always done like hands or feet yeah. or something like that. But we know that we're not a secret. Yeah. Like, it's just like who needs to know? Right. They know. That's it. And, and that's all that. Matters. But I'm very cautious on protecting my love from social be. media because it ain't even him. It, it, even with the last dude cheating with a follower, is for me it's not the guy. It's the following. Because you don't know, like, you know, his, you know his intentions, but like, mm -hmm. you don't know mm -hmm. other people's intentions yep. and people just, people are. They grimy. They, 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 you're nasty. They're just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. We are coming to an end and I want you to plug yourself. Tell, tell the people how to get in touch with you, how to, um, everything that you work on, like Pacific. Yeah, so um, you can follow me on um, Instagram, Divorce Story, and website, Facebook. That's all the same. And then that's my personal brand. And then for my fitness, um, Build Your Own Body Now on Instagram. Same thing for the website and um, the co-parent goals. 
on Instagram. I gotta find that one. I didn't even know, like you. I, I I remember you briefly talking about that one, but I haven't seen you actually post it a lot. I haven't because we because I literally I we paused. I started taking a break last year, and uh -huh. then I was like ready. I was gonna try to pick back up, but then I just got busy, mm -hmm. and I just had to choose me. And so I just, I have, I literally put out a post like at the very beginning of the year, like, hey, y'all, happy new years, whatever, we still here, we're okay. Because people think because we're co-parents, like, if they don't see nothing that we must be feuding. And it's like, no, we fine, we good over here. Mm -hmm. We just live, we actually co-parenting in real life. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the thing I had to choose between like co-parenting in real life and then trying to share it. do it on in, on for social media. And it just, it's, it's doing it. Two times, I only had the energy to do it once. Like I'm doing it for real. Like that's why I, don't I wake up and I don't to, like him. That's why I don't even want to share my relationship like fully on there because I don't want people to think relationship goals. Yeah, I talk about dating and stuff all the time, and I'm like, I don't want to be our relationship goals. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want y'all to be inspired like by me when it comes to that area because you know it, it can it yeah. can fall. Yeah. So just do it by how I am Period. personally, you know, Period. inspiring. Period. But thank you so no, much. No, thank you it for having me. This you. is amazing. This is a good one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye, y'all. What's up, y'all? It's Divorce Story here. I am so excited about all that 2023 has to offer. You guys can keep up with me at Divorce Story on all social media platforms. Also, the co-parent goals and also build your own body now. Be sure to follow Uncensored Girl Chat on Instagram and Facebook. You don't want to miss out on our secret Saturdays. You can also watch us on YouTube. Remember, new episodes drop every Saturday.